Do, 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 do. Here we go. My name's Todd. And this is Kathy. Welcome back to Zen Parenting Radio. This is episode number 350, the big 350. Nice. Um, on today's show, we're talking about self-awareness and kindness as empowerment. Kindness as empowerment. Kindness as empowerment. We'll explain what that means. Um, but first, why listen to Zen Parenting Radio? Because you'll feel outstanding, for goodness sakes. And always remember our motto, which is that the best predictor of a child's well-being is a parent's self-understanding. And a quick shout out to uh, one of our partners, Tree of Life Chiropractic Care. Dr. Kelly takes care of me and my family twice a month. Um, she's a chiropractor here in Elmhurst. So if you live in the Chicagoland area, check her out. And that's chirotree.com. Thank you, Dr. Kelly. So um, do we want to uh, start with the conference or do we want to jump in? No, I'm going to jump in. Let's jump in. So uh, I'm jumping in because, you know, we talk about self-awareness on this show, correct? Yes. What do you think this the thing that we talk about the most on this uh, the show? The very first show we did, zenparentingradio.com slash one, it was called uh, Self-Aware Parenting or something No, like actually that. it was called Selfish Parenting. Oh, I, Isn't I, that an awful title? I thought we decided not to do that, but maybe not. Who we, knows? We actually did it because we were newbies. Okay. We were like, we were trying to, it was a clickbait thing, sweetie. Got it. Clickbait. And I don't think we've done that since. No, probably um, not. But anyway, the, really the core of this show of everything, of parenting, was self-awareness. You guys are like, yeah, 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 I know that. But I think that oftentimes we miss why the self-awareness is essential before anything else. We we think about, you know, I've been talking to people a lot more than usual about ourselves, the state of the world, how we connect. And self-awareness kind of has a bad rap, Todd. I think people think about self-awareness as being self-involved and being navel-gazing. Um, so basically just looking at themselves and maybe be selfish. Just for the heck of it, so you know? self-awareness, some people might consider it a selfish act. Well, yeah, they, they it's perceived as being... Narcissistic, just, maybe? Yeah, like doing it for just the sake of doing it. And... While I understand why someone would think that way, I'm also um, very adamant about making sure people understand why self-awareness is so valuable and so important. Because understanding yourself and having an awareness of where you are in your own emotional state and how you want to direct your energy is the only way that we can figure out how to make different choices and direct our energy positively. I was listening this weekend to an awesome podcast. I just have to give a shout out to uh, The Good Life Project. I think we've done it before because we had... What's the name of the host? Do you know? uh, Jonathan Fields. Okay. Um, He had a guest. um, Let's see. Her name was Megan. She was talking about grief. Yeah, we talked. Remember a couple weeks ago? Yeah, we posted... uh, We played some clips. We played some clips. So I have been listening to a lot of his podcasts lately and somebody that I ran across that probably he interviewed like a year ago was a woman named Orly Waba, W-A-H-B. No, W-A-H-B-A. Correct. Okay. And she's, her whole focus is kindness, okay? That's what she teaches. And what she started doing, uh uh-oh. Sorry. Ding, ding. Um, What she started doing is working with middle school kids, okay, around how kindness is actually an act of empowerment. Okay. Okay? 
but having an understanding of yourself first and having an understanding how you tick is the first step toward that kindness and that empowerment. People, kids, everybody have to have an understanding of where they are in their own emotional state and why they do what they do so they can make a choice to do something differently. Make sense, Todd? So far, so good. Okay. And I know for those of you who listen to the show, you're like, okay, this is really general, but we have to start to be able to believe that paying attention to ourselves is actually going to make a change in the world. That's the big leap that we're trying to make is I think that everybody's like, it's out there. It's out there. You know, I have to do something about that person. I have to join this organization. I have to fight. I have to go up. And you don't. If you're working on what's going on inside of you and how you are feeling and the peace you are finding, then you can actually extend that. So when you say it's out there, are you talking about taking up a cause and doing something? Like, I don't understand what you mean by it's out there. I think that we think that any kind of chaos is outside of our own bodies and outside of our own minds and somebody else is doing it and we have to stop them. Got it. Now, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with taking on a cause, Mm -hmm. but in what state do you want to take on that cause? Right. Do you see what I mean? I do. So you're not denying that there's some things out there that need us to stand up and fight for a cause or for lack of a better term, but you're saying before you even get there or as you're getting there, you also need to... Before you even start, where are you starting from? Mm -hmm. And this is kind of the, you know, going back to basics that I'm trying to do here is that if you want there to be more kindness, then you have to be able to offer kindness. But the only way to offer kindness is to have a sense of yourself and what's going on in you and how you can find enough peace to choose kindness Mm -hmm. in that moment. See, we all love the word kindness. We all love to say people need to be better to each other. But then in our everyday lives, in our own brain, in our own little circle of influence, that's not how we're experiencing things at all. But then we expect everybody else to go out there and do it. And so this is my, you know, going back to this, I've been thinking about the terminology of... um, what is it? What did people used to say? Think globally, act locally. Correct. Right? Yeah. That's what we need with kindness. Yeah. Okay? We need to think globally. Like, it's not that we're pretending, we're not putting our head in the sand and mm-hmm. saying there's no issues, but we need to act locally. And we need to act the most local, local, local we can be is internal. Inside your body, your brain, your heart. Exactly. And then once we have that understanding of right now, because in a lot of this gets um, connected to mindfulness about what state are we in right now, because it's not about that we always have to be feeling good, happy, and peaceful. It's about recognizing when we're not feeling that that we notice it and maybe make a different choice even in that feeling. Right. Because, and this is where, I'm I'm bringing this all together, Todd, there is a connection here. This is where kindness as empowerment is a difference. If you are frustrated, right? okay, I'm just going to, you know. Well, we're, we're, we're a parenting podcast. Let's say I'm frustrated at my kid. Okay. Let's do an example. You're feeling frustrated at your kid and you're just lost in the frustration and your typical go-to would be? Getting angry, getting upset, telling them that they don't need that much syrup on their waffles. <laughs> are you speaking from experience? Yes, there's okay. a big plateful of... <laughs> 
We buy organic syrup. It's like eighteen dollars for like a small <laughs> bottle, and she just slops it on there. I know we struggle with it's like, and I'm sure all of you can relate. You know, you're trying to do a good thing with having a healthy food or mm-hmm. an organic food, and so you're like, okay, I'll bite the bullet on this and budget for this, yeah. and then your kid, yeah, dumps there's it like all over. you you can use it as cereal right now, <laughs> and instead of milk, it's syrup. So. Okay, so there's a perfect example. So you're frustrated and you realize you're frustrated. Now, if you're completely detached from yourself and you're not self-aware, you're just going to be reactive mm-hmm. and you're just going to be like, I'm going to be, I'm angry mm-hmm. and she deserves to know I'm angry and this costs a lot of money and blah, 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 and you get yourself into this spinny cycle, right? Right, right. Self-awareness is I'm frustrated right now. Right. That syrup costs a lot of money. Right. Um, you know, I feel like we talk about this every day with her. You know, I'm annoyed, but what is the thing that's going to shift the way I'm feeling right now? Is it me yelling at her? Um, well, it depends if I'm mindful at, at the time. There's a part of me that says, if I yell, then I'll be able to get all this out and then I'll feel better. Well, that's called reactivity. Correct. And I think that's, for those of you who listen to this show a lot, that's pretty old school. Right, right. But there's still, I still react. So do I. But it's an old school way of thinking, meaning that there are many things that we do over and over and over again. And that's what the definition of insanity Correct. is, where we keep doing the same thing and we think we're somehow going to have a different outcome, even though we're just completely being reactive. And then we'll be like, why is my relationship with my kids so challenged? Right. Or why is my spouse so angry at me, even though every time he or she says something, I yell at them? Right. Like we have to, this is again, where the self-awareness comes in and kindness as empowerment. Right. So what does kindness look like? You know, what's what's another example? What is something that you could do in that situation instead of Reacting. yelling? Um, I can calmly help her understand that uh, we try not to waste food in this house. Well, why don't you turn it back on yourself? And instead of thinking about how you can be kind to her mm-hmm. in that moment, how can you be kinder to yourself? Um, how can I be kinder to myself? Um, explore why this gets me so upset. Yeah. Well, or use humor. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can be real like, you know, it's, it's I'm not trying to get, get, get a textbook answer from right. you, but what can you Todd as a person do in that moment? Like, you know, you're frustrated, you're being reactive. If you can think of being empowered through kindness, mm-hmm. what is something you can do for yourself? Like I watch you use humor. That's what I thought you'd say is you're yeah. funny about it. You could say, you, you know, we could basically swim in that, yeah. you know, in that syrup right, right now. Right, right. And then all of a sudden it takes on a totally different energy. She can hear you. She can laugh. Right. And then the door is open for right. that conversation. Yeah. Okay. So- That's how, you know, obviously in a parenting situation, and it's not always that easy, but the shift that I'm trying to get us to, and Todd is going to play a clip um, so we can have a better understanding of what kindness does, is that if we are self-aware, if we can be mindful of where we are, and if we recognize that kindness actually empowers our bodies and our minds and everyone around us, but again, it has to start with us, then we understand how that creates a completely different ripple and shifts the entire dynamic of not only the situation, but our relationships and our home. And I know for many of you, again, when kindness has been so overused that many of us don't trust this. We think, oh yeah, I know I'm supposed to be nice, but... I'm, Todd, do you have that video pulled up? Uh, oh, which, oh we're, we're not doing the Orly clip. We're doing the video? Yeah. Did you pull that sure, up? Sure. Yeah, I got it. So there's this video that um, going back to Orly Waba, who is on the Good Life Project, she has created this organization called um, 
Life Vest Inside. Okay. Isn't that an interesting title? It is. I don't know what it means. Okay. This is what it means. Again, she was a teacher. She was teaching kindness, working with middle school kids, talking about kindness for empowerment as empowerment. And she got some news one day while she was on an airplane that there was a child in her community who had passed away. Mm. And she already works with a lot of kids who struggle and have had a lot of disappointment and a lot of difficulty. And as she was looking at her phone and reading um, that this child had passed away, she thought to herself, how am I going to explain to my kids how bad things happen to good people? Mm -hmm. How am I going to explain to my kids that here's yet another disappointment in their lives? How am I going to do this? And as the universe would have it, because if you're open and trusting, she she was sitting on a plane and she looked up and she saw that it said life vest inside. Mm. Okay? Because we all have seen that on a plane, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And what she realized is that that's exactly what human beings are, is that the life vests that we have to stay afloat in life live inside of us. Right. They're not external. Right. The way that we stay afloat in a world that can be really challenging and sometimes hard on the psyche and on the heart and the mind Mm. is we go inside our life vest and the way to stay afloat is inside. I like it. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Okay. Self-care. Exactly. And it's self-care, but it's also recognizing that the empowerment comes from within, Mm -hmm. but it starts with the self-awareness and the self-care. See, I'm trying to pull self-awareness and self-care out of the whole model of being Mm navel-gazing. You know, when people are like, oh, you're just, you know, at the top of the hierarchy of needs and you're just self-actualizing for the sake of Mm self-actualizing. I don't think so. I don't think we have a choice but to be aware of what's going on inside or else how are we going to take steps toward any good things and kindness if we're constantly in reactivity? Yeah. Then how do we change anything? Right. So I, it's not that I'm doubting, um, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I know that survival and eating comes before maybe, but I was about to say it comes before mindfulness, but does it have to? No, I don't think so. I think we've kind of set ourselves up in that hierarchy where we're like, you know, there's no way to be mindful if you're hungry. Right. And I've been blessed enough to not really have that challenge you know, so I, I can't sit here and say, oh, it's easy to be mindful. What I'm saying is how can we do both? Well, and nothing we teach or we talk about is uh, rigid, and the hierarchy of needs is very rigid. It's very structured. Yes. And we're saying it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, like even in – because some of my – the greatest biographies that I've ever read or the greatest stories I've ever read of people who have completely inspired me are people who in a state – let's talk about man's search for meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, Viktor Frankl in a state of complete – yeah. You know, desperation. Talk about not having food or shelter or warmth or, or safety. Safety. And could he could still see it. Feel it. Yes. He could understand that connection to humanity. Mm-hmm. And and you know, anybody's story like that. Yeah. Where you're like or um what was her name? The the woman who was uh, we read her book and she was at Wayne Dyer's conference. Oh, Immaculate? Immaculate. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, she was, that was part of the, I'm I'm forgetting the country that she was from. She was from Ghana? Z. It started with a Z. Zimbabwe? No, I can't remember. You want me to look it up? Um, Yeah. But she was also, you know, had, her whole family was murdered. She was basically lived in a um, bathroom for like months. Yeah. 
to save herself and this other group of people who lived in the bathroom. Rwanda. Rwanda, thank you. Shame on us for not knowing that's that. That's why I felt, that's why yeah. I knew we had to bring it up because I knew, you know, that's not that long ago. No. Um, and so she was able to also have an understanding of what do I need to do now? Even in this state of desperation, what is the thing that I can pay closest attention to? Yeah. And it was her heart and her connection and her ability to stay thoughtful about what was most important. Real quick on Immaculate. Uh-huh. Uh, it was during the uh, 1994 Rwanda genocide. Genocide, thank She's, you. She and seven other women spent 91 days huddled silently together in the cramped bathroom of a local pastor's house. And, um, you know, that's the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. I Her read book it. is pretty amazing. Yeah. And so my point is, is that these people who have taught us, who have been in such extreme situations, and many of you may know people that live even locally, yeah. you know, that people in your family or maybe you, where you've been in extreme situations and you've been able to stay connected to your heart and your own sense of purpose and the purpose, that, you know, of connection and relationship. That's That's possible. Right. So again... This whole this video that Todd is going to play, it's about why kindness, when that choice is made, becomes empowerment, not just for you, but for others as well. Here we go. The science of kindness. Matter of fact. Like most medical antidepressants, kindness stimulates the production of serotonin. Serotonin heals your wounds, calms you down, and makes you happy. The real kicker? Kindness boosts serotonin in the giver, the receiver, and everyone who witnesses it. Every act of kindness also spreads through three degrees of separation. And serotonin is just the beginning. You'll also produce more endorphins, the brain's natural painkiller. Endorphins are three times more effective than morphine, and they won't land you in jail. And if that's still not quite enough, being kind produces oxytocin in your system. Oxytocin, the cuddle hormone, promotes social bonding, exerts an immediate calming effect, increases trust and generosity, strengthens the immune system, and boosts virility. I guess they weren't joking when they said, being kind is a good thing. To top it all off, compassionate people also have two times the amount of DHEA, which slows down aging, and 23% less cortisol, the infamous stress hormone. With so many benefits, every act of kindness is a healthy one. It's a scientific fact. It's science. It's science. Um, all the benefits reminds me of when I, during one of my men's retreat, we talked about the benefits of meditation and it's similar to everything, the benefits of kindness. And this is, these are the big changes right now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, for everybody who is like, we've got to step up and, you know, we have to do more locally and, and which I completely agree with. I am 100% on board. But from what place are we going to do that? Right. Because if we keep trying to use an old model, of fighting or pushing through or lying or winning or competing, then we're going to create the same cycle. What can we do locally? I'm, I'm, you know, again, think globally, act locally. Right. I know this is for the bigger picture, but where is our, last week we talked about the circle of concern versus the circle of influence. Yeah. Our circle of influence is where we need to be acting, mm -hmm. you know, the big ACT. Like this is where we need to be doing the work. Right. And how can we do that um, 
we have to do it from a place of where we're understanding what's going on inside of us and that we actually make the conscious choice to choose kindness and trust that it's making a difference inside of us with our children, with the people that our children then associate with, mm-hmm. with our neighbors. Right. And then the ripple effect the will ripple happen. The ripple effect, yeah. So I feel like when that happens, whether it's how you parent your child or how you react to somebody walking to school or whatever it is, if how, how do you, if you know you're not coming from a good place, but yet you still need to go on, what do you do? Like, how do you catch yourself? It's a, such a good question. And this is where it becomes challenging because this is the practice. I was just having this experience driving uh, Skyler to school. I got lost in kind of uh, thoughts, thinking, yeah. thinking, thinking, worrying, worrying, worrying. And you know what? It's funny because John Kabat-Zinn, who is you know a fantastic meditation teacher who's written a ton of books about meditation, yeah. um, he actually helped me with that language, with labeling it, yeah. where when my thoughts are going like you know down that dark path mm-hmm. of this negative thing could happen or what if this happens or what, that you can actually say to yourself, worrying, Mm -hmm. worrying. Mm -hmm. And what that does is separate you from your thoughts just a little bit because you realize what you're doing. or Create a little bit of space. Create a little bit of space. Or in a meditation, if I'm like organizing and and thinking of goals and this is what I have to do, then I say to to myself, planning. Yeah. In your mind, you literally say the word planning or worrying because by just that act itself, it will create a little bit of separation of what is being observed and who the observer is. Exactly. And you are the observer seeing that you're worrying about something. I think it's just having this kindness as empowerment as an option. Yeah. Because obviously we can do the deep dive into meditation and into mindfulness and just recognizing when you are in that reactivity and that when you are in that reactivity and you were like, this is so uncomfortable and I'm so uncomfortable, you know, I'm so, I feel so yucky about what I just said or what I think I'm about to do is knowing you can reach for something else. Right. And that something else is kind, mm-hmm. is kindness, and recognizing that you're not just being kind to make everybody else in the world happy. You're being kind because it's an act of kindness to yourself. It's an it. Not only are you giving back to yourself in that moment because you're calming all that reactivity and that negativity, but then you are also giving to the person that you're being kind to, or maybe they don't even know. You know, like I have an example. Okay, please. I was at Chipotle getting my yummy burrito last week and uh the I'm I'm there all the time. Yeah. At least once a week. <laughs> and uh the lady's always the one that, that makes my food for me, which is so nice of her. And she got new glasses. Uh-huh. And I you know, I was just being kind. I'm like, wow, those glasses look so great on you. And she went from having a medium smile to like ear to ear smile and we had a quick conversation. I'm not much of a conversationalist, you know, that often, but for whatever reason that day I decided to, you know, just, and I wasn't lying. They did look good. It felt like a natural Natural. conversation. And then, and this isn't why I did it, but she's like, you know, it's on the house. (laughs) So she gave me all my burritos on the house and I was like, oh my gosh. So I don't say that story because, oh, you'll get free stuff. I say that story because if we can teach ourselves and our children simply to be kind to one another, our days always go better. And then you leave with that feeling mm-hmm. and that high. And again, one of the things that um, will 
that we'll get to, and I think we're going to show it at the conference, is this video that Orly, who mm-hmm. who is the who inspired me to do this show, um, created called um, Kindness Boomerang, and how you know one person doesn't act kindness, it goes to the next person, it goes to the next person, and how it just circles around and round and round. Right. And again, for many of you, you're like, I've probably, I've heard it before, I've seen something like it before. I really want to get down to that this is really the way. Mm-hmm. Because we have all these paths that we try and use, and a lot of them are very outdated, and a lot of them are very painful, and a lot of them involve suffering. And this kindness path, this kindness as empowerment, it lifts us up offers something to the next person, and then creates a ripple. It's like a pay-it-forward thing. It's, it is. And, you know, it's always just trying to find new language so people don't think they've heard it and been there, done you right. know, done that kind of thing. Because that's the thing about words is sometimes we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you kind of numb out to any message after you yes. hear it for a while. So. And so you have to find a new way to describe it. Right. So can you play this clip from... Um, Again, this is from the Good Life Project podcast. Jonathan Fields is the uh, producer and also the host. And he's interviewing um, Orly Waba, which is she's the woman who created Life Fest Inside. And she is talking here in this clip about how kindness is empowerment. So just to hear her voice, I think, is helpful. Can I I do our partner real quick beforehand? Mm -hmm. Seedling.com. They are our awesome partners. And it's a website that has activity kits, apps, things for uh, kids of all ages. And basically what it does is play experiences that feed your child's curious spirit. And there's one uh, product on there that I want to talk about today, which is pretty cool. It's called the Design Your Own Virtual Reality Maze. So you know how you got the, the maze and you can put up certain walls and it's, got the, it's like a marble maze. Yes. So they give that to you and you kind of make it. And that's what's great is like creative and all that. And then they also give you a kit to... Um, you know, attached to your phone. So the kit actually, what you created in real life, you can take a picture of this maze and then it gets downloaded to your phone and then you put it on your, you know, they got the mask uh-huh. thing. The things we've been seeing on TV. Right, you've, been, you've probably seen it on commercials and all that. But it's pretty awesome. You can, you know, take a picture of your maze and then all of a sudden you're inside the maze that you just created with your hands in your phone and then you can share it and things like that. So it's pretty awesome. So we're big fans and supporters of seedling.com. Uh, the product I'm talking about is called Design Your Own Maze and or Design Your Own Virtual Reality Maze. So anyways, and then we do have a few coupon codes to make it easier for you to uh, get the most out of it. Um, if you enter Zen, Z-E-10, for $10 off your first purchase. You just said Z-E-10. Z-E-N. Z-E-N. For, Z-E-N for $10 off your purchase of 30 bucks or more. And get it in before Christmas is up because, uh, you know, after that. Christmas is coming. That's right. So that's seedling.com, S-E-E-D-L-I-N-G.com, uh, coupon code Zen. And you know what? Before we go to Orly's clip, I will also say, you guys, you know, we have this conference coming up in February. I know you know, Zen Gets Real Conference. It's going to be so amazing. And talk about kindness is empowerment. I mean, that's kind of the whole message we're trying to bring right. in this, um, you know, the, to this conference. And one of the things we're offering this month is if you have a teenager, well, basically anywhere from 12 years old up that you would like to have experience, you know, Rob Bell and Rosalind Wiseman and Ali Smith and discussions about kindness and meditation and character and dignity and love, um, you can bring them for only $50. So you can buy your ticket and then you can 
uh, it's fifty dollars for them. So basically, the total ticket is three hundred and fifty dollars. Right. So you get quite a deal for bringing your kid because we're trying to, you know, talk about ripple effects. It's one thing for us to bring this kindness back to our children if they can actually experience it in real time. Yes, that's even better. Let's bring them into the mix instead of getting the information and then bringing it home. Like, how about creating a conversation? right there, then and there. So they they can view it through their lens and take it through their filter. And then you guys can actually have a discussion about it. Have a nice dinner mm-hmm. after, you yeah. know, after the conference is over. I just I feel like it's time. You know, it there's a lot of things where we've separated out and we have this hierarchy of this is a parenting thing and this is for kids or, you know, kids don't understand or or kids don't need to be a part of this. And Todd and I really feel like it's time to bring everybody together. Um, It's an opportunity. And so, again, because the conference is geared toward adults, we can't go any younger than that. You know, I don't – it's kids younger than 12. It's probably not going to fly. But if you have a kid 12 or older, um, you can go to zengetsreal.com and get a pretty cheap ticket. If you already have a ticket – and you just want to now bring your child, just uh, email us at comments at zimparentingradio.com and we'll make sure you get the coupon code to do that. So I just wanted to and mention And then we that. also have uh, 25 bucks off just a regular coupon code for December. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and you don't know what to get your partner or yourself for Christmas, give the gift of going to the conference in Lombard, Illinois here in about six weeks. And the conference, yeah, the conference code is DEC. As in December, mm-hmm. 25 bucks off. So check that out. All right, so we ready for... Yeah, go ahead and play Orly. Popular kids have the same struggles. They just come off differently. That the person, and again, being bullied or the person that is considered the bully, and again, not loving those that terminology, really, they're going through the same struggles. It's just the way in which they're expressing themselves is different. Mm. And helping to, to show that to the kids. And the greatest tool to empower, because really... The core of everything, as you hear, is really about empowerment. That's really where it stems. That's where the strength is. That's the secret sauce, I would say. Greatest way to empower is through kindness. Because when a person's engaged in active giving and active kindness, why is it that a person feels so good when they engage in kindness? Why do they feel so good? Because in that moment, they're catching a glimpse of their value and they're being validated for the right reasons. It's not about what society tells us should validate us. It's not about how much money we have or how many friends we have or how many people like our Instagram picture or whatever. It's the lives that we touch. And in that moment of giving, we begin to recognize that that's our true sense of validation. Happiness only comes from within you. And it's the simple things that every person can do. How does this go down when you're in a room with middle school students? Because your average middle school student is... Is that it? Yeah, you can... Okay. We need to work on those... Well, I wasn't quite sure okay. how long I wanted you to go because the whole thing is so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the whole sh- the whole thing, everything she has to say is that good. Is that good? We just p- picked a chunk out of it, and because she talks about the kindness as empowerment, yeah. and that is what she said is because we catch a glimpse of our true value mm-hmm. when we are being kind. Right. When you make your child laugh instead of causing distress. You you feel like, oh, that was a win. That was a parenting win. When you give something to somebody because they needed it, you know, or you pass by the Salvation Army, you know, bell ringers and yeah. you actually offer the change and say hello and, and make eye contact and are kind to them, you actually feel your value. And it, this is so funny. <laughs> Lately, I have been 
you know, and I'm I'm thinking about myself shopping because I feel like it's been the holidays, so I've been you know shopping more than usual. And there's been things that have happened, like where I've been, you know, using my credit card and putting the chip reader in wrong, yeah. or I've been like forgetting something in my basket, or all these things. And I've felt, I've just felt this need to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, that was completely my fault. Right. You know, let me start that over, or let me do that again, or please let me, you know, pay for that or whatever. And when I, when that's coming from an authentic place, which it always has been, or like I've even a few people I've grabbed their arm and been like, I'm sorry I did that. Uh, then all of a sudden they do it back. Yeah. It Talk about a boomerang. Well, what you do is you make their guard go down. Yes. The minute that you express any sense of kindness. Like who taught us? Or vulnerability or whatever. Exactly. Like once you are like, You take I off open. your mask or you drop your shield, they'll drop theirs. And then all of a sudden you're like almost arguing about who's going to get the free stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and again, we're talking about, it's not about the stuff. What I'm saying is they're like, no, no, it's no big deal. Uh, I'll yeah. take care of it. The or, stuff is a byproduct. It's, the, it's not why you do it. No, it's just kind of ends up being the piece of that what brought me to yeah. that situation. I didn't, I didn't compliment her glasses so I can get free burritos. Right, it just exactly. Um, well, to steal one of my, uh, quote from one of my favorite teachers, Tony Robbins, is the secret to living is giving. And that is whether or not, regardless of what state you're in, whether or not you're in a happy state or a sad state, the best way out of a sad state is to give, is to contribute, to go beyond yourself. And, you know, if you're having a bad day and you're at the, whatever, you're at Starbucks and uh, somebody does something that kind of upsets you, you can either react to it or you can decide to be, drop your shield and to give some kindness, give a gesture of kindness and what does that mean when you're in the grocery store and you're pushing your cart and there's someone who wants to go down the same aisle as you, let them go first. It means, you know, if you're kind of standing in somebody's way and you recognize that you are and they're kind of annoyed saying, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, please, you know, please go in front of me. I apologize. It mean, it doesn't, because as soon as we hear again, those words giving, we think it means money. We think it means now I have to go do something I don't want to do. It's just in your everyday interaction. How do you respond? And this is the self-awareness piece is you may be annoyed. You may be in a hurry when you're in the grocery store with your cart and you want to go first. But then when you let someone else go first, all of a sudden they're like, why don't you go first? Yeah. All of a sudden, you've created this completely different energy, and then that energy helps you. You slow down. Like, this is such a... It's a Well, and it was explained in that first YouTube clip we played, yes. which is that all these chemicals in your brain yes. gets released. And whatever, the worry, the worry one, which is... I don't know. I, I forget. There's oxytocin. Oh, serotonin. Serotonin. Uh-huh. And then there was the Endorphins. bad one. There was a third one that was the the worry one. Okay. And it, that actually that reduces decreases. that one. Mm-hmm. So uh, Cortisol. Thank you. Yes. So, you know, it's not just Kathy and I talking about, you know, kumbaya. Scientifically, this is what happens to the chemicals in your brain when you do, when you offer an act of kindness. And we know this, like one of the things that, you know how all researchers now say, or at least, you know, people in psychology talk about how the reason that human beings are here is to connect. The reason we know that is because of how our body works biologically. Because when we give to each other, because when we support each other and help each other, our body actually releases these chemicals that Todd just referred to that help us be healthier. So just by the nature of the idea that we're here to survive, 
survive and thrive, that how do we keep our bodies as healthy as possible by connecting and by being kind? How do we diminish our body and make ourselves sicker through negativity, through stress, through hurting people? So just by that, we understand that we, if we are here to connect, then we have to utilize you know, how do we want to survive then? How do we keep our bodies surviving and how do we stay connected? Right. We actually tap into those capabilities that um, the, the kindness and the connection to increase our overall well-being. It To me, it's so black and white and it's so common sense. And when people try and argue with me about, no, human beings are actually negative or they're bad or everybody's out for themselves, that is a path, but it is actually personally self-destructive, emotionally, physically destructive, and destructive overall. So how is that how people really are? Mm -hmm. That doesn't make sense to me. That's drinking the poison thinking somebody else is going to die or something like that. And it's absolutely drinking the poison. Not only you, yeah, you are literally killing yourself internally. Yeah. And so that by definition is not survival. So I want to play the opening to Love Actually, which falls right into that. But real quick, I forgot to mention... um, we have sponsors for our conference, our Zen Parenting Radio Conference here in February, and one of them is Yoga by Degrees, which Kathy and I both oh, it's my favorite place. participate in quite often, a few times a week at least. So uh, that's uh, Yoga by Degrees. You could check them out. they uh got five different stu- studios here in the Chicagoland area, and we are so pleased to have them as a partner and a sponsor for our conference. And then we do have one Zen friend, our friends Kevin and Carolyn Rogers, donated to our Zen Friend Fund, which is a scholarship fund to help moms and dads who can't afford to go to the conference to go. So if you have, if you find yourself in a position to be able to help out a little bit, please go to our uh, Zen Gets Real uh, webpage and click on register for the conference. Even if you're not registering, you can still donate to our Zen Friend Fund. So, and then our one partner that I haven't mentioned is John J. Kelly Dentistry. That's chicagodentistonline.com. He uh, works on our kids' smiles a few times Sometimes a few times a month, sometimes a few times a year. <laughs> We're so in his office. That's ChicagoDentistOnline.com. John Kelly, thank you for your partnership, my good friend. And here is the opening to a movie that Kathy and I started watching with the kids last night, which you probably need to be a little more mindful because there are we. I got the oxygen version. So let me start over and just okay. say that Love Actually, if you guys haven't seen it, is a great movie um, for adults. Yes. And last year, the year before, was the first time Todd had seen it. Yeah. And we just loved it and just talked about it so much. And then we really wanted the kids to get kind of the gist of Love Actually. But for those of you who've seen it, it's an adult movie. There's yeah. nudity in it and swearing. So we taped it from TV thinking, mm-hmm. oh, it's not going to be that bad. Well, yeah, they, they we had to fast forward. We had to fast forward some parts. So, yeah. But this is the very beginning. And this is Hugh Grant's voice. Um, who doesn't matter, but he's the Prime Minister, Prime Minister of England, and this is him talking. Whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about the arrivals gate at Heathrow Airport. General opinion starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed, but I don't see that. Seems to me that love is everywhere. Often it's not particularly dignified or newsworthy, but it's always there. Fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends. When the planes hit the Twin Towers, as far as I know, none of the phone calls from the people on board were messages of hate or revenge. They were all messages of love. If you look for it, I've got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love actually is all around. Thanks, Hugh. 
And this is the truth. And what he just said is it's not always newsworthy, but it's the truth. And if we get lost in what's given to us on the news and in belief systems that we have um, invested energy in that, that may – that maybe we can give a lot of um, examples of why they're true, mm. but we can give more examples of why kindness shifts everything and why we feel better when we're being kind and how many people we love and how many people love us and how many more people there are to love yeah. and to understand and connect to. And this is something that has to start. This is the self-awareness thing. I'm trying to bring this connective tissue together. You know, the connective tissue is... Self-awareness is believing there's another way and knowing that you can find that within yourself and then making that choice. And then when you make that choice for kindness or reaching out or connection or buying into something completely different, which is relationship, yeah, then all the dynamics start to shift. But it starts with each individual. So Always. Always starts with us. Always. Um, one thing... We fixed our website, and what I mean by that is you can now subscribe to our podcast on our website at zenparentingradio.com. And what that means is whenever we post a new podcast, usually always on Tuesdays, but sometimes on Fridays, and sometimes we do it in random days too, um, go to our website, zenparentingradio.com. On the right-hand side, it says sub- subscribe to our podcast. So go ahead and do that because we fixed it. And then Kathy also has three books that would make a wonderful stocking stuffer. I do have three books. Or something that goes under the Christmas tree for yourself or a loved one. So. How did I forget to talk about my books? But they are out there. They are. And so they're good gifts. And I also think that the message behind all the books is exactly what I'm talking about here. Is they're, you know, They're called The Self-Aware Parent, The Self-Aware Parent too and then um, living what you want your kids to learn. And really, it's just this. If you want your kids to understand kindness, you have to under, you have to live it. If you want to have the world be more connective and less divisive, then we have to do it individually. It's not outside. It's inside. And it's, um, it's a decision every right. moment, Todd. You know, like I said, I was just driving Skylar to school and I was in all this negative spiral and I had to breathe and make a choice to let go and choose something different. So So if you want to buy some of Kathy's books, go to zenparentingradio.com and click on more Kathy and it'll take you to Kathy's website. Or you can go to Amazon too. Or you can go to Amazon, Mm -hmm. whatever floats your boat. That's right. Um, And then our last partner is Jeremy Kraft from Avid Company. Um, That's avidco.net. He does painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. Uh, His wife had a surprise party for him on Friday night. Because he's the big 4-0. And he's a bald-headed beauty. And I wanted to get to it, but I couldn't. But I did text him and wished him a happy birthday. I had a birthday party I had to go to. That's right. You you screwed everything up. I did because I had to go love my friends and be with them. Um, And then uh, I think that's all I got. You got anything there, sweet? No, because I actually have to go. I have a class that I have to get to. Yoga by degrees. I do. I'm heading there. Um, but I will say that this kindness is empowerment. I'm not done, people. Oh, We're going to be talking about We're this. just getting started. We're just getting started. So if you're like, okay, nice, but that wasn't enough, don't you worry. Don't fret. Because this is my new focus. Because this it connects to everything. Children, adults, families, the world. Globally. Locally. Globally. Locally. Um, and... I just love you all, and I just hope that you 
are loving yourself and loving the people around you and appreciating this beautiful time of year. And I just hope you keep on trucking. Yes. Keep trucking. Have a good week. Adios. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it, and we hope you'll join us next time. If you're a fan of Zen Parenting Radio, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. This helps people find us. You can also just tell a friend about our show. That's our favorite kind of marketing. Todd and I do speaking engagements about Zen Parenting and self-awareness, so if you have an interested group or organization, contact us at comments at zenparentingradio.com. And get your early bird tickets for our big Let's Get Real Zen Parenting Conference February 24th and 25th at the Weston in Lombard. Todd and I will be speaking Friday night, and we have Rob Bell, Rosalind Wiseman, and Ali Smith as our keynotes on Saturday. If you want to know more about self-awareness or conscious parenting, pick up one of Kathy's award-winning books at zenparentingradio.com or Amazon. If you're a guy, I have two resources for you. I coach guys. It's called Coaching for Guys. <laughs> On the phone, Skype, or in person, we set goals together and come up with a plan to meet those goals. The website is toddadamscoaching.com. And we also have a monthly men's group. So if you're looking for a group of men to have authentic conversations with, check out the tribemensgroup.com. If you ever shop on Amazon, you can help us out by first going through the Amazon link on our homepage. It doesn't cost anything to you, but we get a small commission from Amazon. If you want an amazing vehicle to teach your kids about money management, go to the lower right-hand side of our homepage and click on the FAMZOO logo and enter Zen Finance as a promo code. I want to give a special thanks to our three partners, Tree of Life Chiropractic Care, John J. Kelly Dentistry, and Avid Painting and Remodeling. Thanks for your love and support. Keep on trucking.